From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to the Anxiety Project podcast number 112. I am Brad Robinson. This week's episode is all about anxiety recovery setbacks and what to do. Before I get into this week's episode, I want to go over your comments on last week's episode, the beginning steps of the anxiety recovery journey in 2021. And I'm starting off with Will Palmer. He says, really good podcast. Got to listen more than once. Thank you, Will, for your comment. Guru Man, love that name, says, loved episode 111. How our thinking leads to the emotions we feel was eye-opening. Powerful episode. Thank you, Guru Man, for your comment. Mary P., she says, great episode. It was painful for me to come to the realization that I am flawed, that I was causing my own chaos. I have a goal for 2021 and I plan to reach it. Yes, very painful, Mary, that we're, you know, coming to that realization. I'm glad you came to it. And so I really want to branch off of that in this week's episode, when we get a setback, when we hit that wall, and then our negative thinking kicks in, and then we feel those negative emotions when we hit that wall, it's important to implement techniques, strategies, so that the next day or the hour going forward, you can shift and break your old patterns and get back onto the road because it's a rocky road. This whole recovery journey is rocky. And so it's important to understand cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is feeling, thinking, and behaving in a manner you're not accustomed to. So by going on this recovery journey, by becoming a student of anxiety, you're stepping into unfamiliar territory. You're starting from square one again. So it's going to feel different and you're going to meet with that resistance to change. The ego, the unconscious mind wants to stick with what's familiar. The ego is unconscious. The unconscious is what's making up all of our memories and our patterns and habits and uh, and our emotions come from there and so and our, and our thinking as well. And so the unconscious, the ego, doesn't want to lose its identity. It wants to stick with it. It wants to stick with what's familiar. And so when you step out into that unknown, The unconscious mind is like, whoa, this is not what's familiar to you. Let's go back into what's familiar, the known territory. It wants to stay on the path that it knows. Even though the path may be painful, you may be running painful patterns every day. 
at least it's familiar to the unconscious mind. So it wants to stay there. But the unknown is where new information is generated. So it's important to step out into the unknown. Once you take on the responsibility to recover, you're opening the door to that unknown. So there's going to be resistance. There's resistance everywhere where you start a new job, where you learn to play the piano, where you drive a car for the first time, where you go to school to learn something new. There's going to be resistance. There are those thoughts that scare you from doing that, right? So what if you know, I fail the course and I, I lose all the money I spent in university. Oh my God, what if I fail my driving test? What if I get into an accident? There's, there's that resistance. But it's important that you bypass all of those negative thoughts so that you can learn and move forward. You don't want to be stuck there. It's about how do we bypass that way of thinking that's trying to get us to not do it, Right? So there's going to be resistance. The unconscious always wants to take the easy road, the road that's familiar, even if it's painful. Staying at home, watching Netflix, calling people for reassurance, those patterns, even though they're keeping you from your true potential, it's the familiar territory of the unconscious mind. So on this new road, once you see change, there's no going back to your old ways. And yes, some people resort back to their old ways once they are met with that resistance. But there's something, there's, this part is interesting because I remember before I really committed myself to recovery, there were times where I had spiritual awakenings, right? And these were moments where I was free of the ego, free of the unconscious mind in the present moment, in, in full consciousness. And then, you know, that lasts for five minutes, it would last me like five minutes and then I would go back into ego, into the unconscious. But what, what's interesting is there was always that part of me that wanted to go back into that awakening, into that consciousness that's free of the ego, free of the unconscious. And so that's what I mean by you can't ever go back to your old ways because there's going to be that part of you that's wanting that again even though you're like ah oh, that that recovery road is too painful i don't want to go down that road yes a lot of people go back to their old ways but then they're left with this seed inside of them saying oh you know you had that awakening you know you you accomplished that little goal and that's going to haunt you until you until you take on the responsibility of your recovery and then you go back down the road, right? And so on the healing path, 
once you progress away from the old you, you will begin to manifest the good that you have always been missing. And you can't hide from that awakening. I didn't, I couldn't hide from the awakening I had. I, I repressed it, but you can't hide from it. It's that little seed that's been planted. There's no getting rid of that seed. You see it in the hero's journey in Pinocchio, where Pio, Pinocchio developed himself. He he had an awakening. He's 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 on the path to becoming a real boy, but when he returns home later in the story, what happens? His home's not the same anymore. His dad has left. Right? You, you and and I'm talking about this from a psychological perspective right when once you have that awakening there's no returning home to the old previous ways of being you you can try a lot of people do but the seed's been planted and so the acceptance of your limitations is a very freeing thing that's one of the beginning steps of recovery is taking on the responsibility the acceptance that you're flawed. You're flawed. And so setbacks are inevitable because once you start something new, you're going to be a fool at it. And once you are a fool at it, yes, the ego's like, oh, don't do this. You know, you know, you're hurting, you're hurting me, right? You're hurting the ego. You're, you're bad at it. It wants to be a perfectionist, right? Anxiety sufferers also wants, want to be perfectionists. And so once you stumble forward and accept that you're a student, you're learning, you add a lot of space around you, which is really, really cool. It, it's freeing. It really is freeing. But once you set that aim, what's the goal? Anxiety Recovery, what does that look like to you? Once you have a vision of that, the journey towards that is going to be rocky. It's going to be up and down. But it's important that once you have a setback, you recognize that, oh, at least I'm further down the path than I was yesterday or the week before. That's really important. You know, it may be a setback, but you're further down the path. You're not in the same boat the boat that you were in yesterday, suffering, at least you were st you're stepping along the path. And it's towards that aim. So let's go over some of the setbacks anxiety sufferers uh, go through. And the first one is feeling crummy. And they, then they avoid techniques that would help them right? So they feel bad. But just because you feel bad doesn't mean that you have to be engulfed in that feeling. You can work and do techniques to get out of that feeling or at least, or at least further yourself down that path, right? And, and so just because it feels wrong or bad doesn't mean it is right a lot of my clients 
when we go over techniques and strategies, they say once they, they start a technique and, it, and they're met with that cognitive dissonance, they're met with that resistance. But once they get into the technique, they're like, oh, I see the benefits now. That's that's really interesting. So one, once you see the benefits in the techniques that you're you're implementing or, or, or you're engaged in, you there's no go, going back, right? You're you're going to continue doing that, even though you don't want to, right? It's like exercise. I really don't want to exercise, but once you start and once you're halfway through it, you're like, oh man, I feel great. That's exactly where I'm getting at. So another setback is, you know, maybe you're reacting to a symptom and you react to it and and you feel the emotions and it could be because of covid right you 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 have a, you sneeze or something or you you feel like heavy in the chest chest pains and then you think it's covid and then you walk down that path very common path right especially with the pandemic going around um, a lot of people are very sensitive to that another symptom or another setback could be you sleep in and you feel bad, or you watch Netflix all day, or you go on Dr. Google, or you phone a loved one for reassurance, or you call into work sick, maybe because you're not sick, maybe it's just you don't want to have those symptoms come about while you're at work, right? So you avoid going to work, or you fall into the trap of negative thinking, and then you feel emotionally drained during the day. It's a lie you're telling yourself. That's why it feels bad. You could have done more, but you just gave in to the shadow, right? The, the parts of you that are familiar with those other painful ways of being. And so setbacks are a great reminder because setbacks are inevitable. So let's look at setbacks from a different perspective. They're a great reminder of the place you don't want to be in. So they are a great driving force to your goal. It's important to put anxiety behind you like fuel, like fire, burning you from behind so that you move forward. You know, when I would get a setback, I would say to myself, man, this is, I don't want to be here. This sucks. And so that would push me forward. So write it down. Buy a journal from the dollar store. Keep it near your bed or keep a small journal on you and write down how you feel going through that setback. It feels bad. Write down. And that's also adding the fuel to the fire. And writing is a great form of thinking. Writing is thinking. You have to think in order to write. So you're sorting out the chaos that's happening in your mind in regards to that setback. You're figuring out what happened, why you're feeling bad, the emotions, because thinking leads to emotions. So what were the thoughts that led to you feeling bad and what did you do? What were the patterns that you were running today that 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 resulted in 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 that setback, right? Because a setback is your interpretation, right? 
a setback for me would be one of these things above, you know, feeling crummy and then not implementing techniques, going on Dr. Google, and I would feel bad doing this setback. So writing it down would help me sort it out. What happened? Oh, I, I, I went on Google and I knew I shouldn't have went on Google and that just increased my anxiety. It added fuel to my anxiety and I regret doing that. Or I went and hung out with a negative friend and I shouldn't have done that and I feel bad for doing that because I just wasted my day and I'd write all of this down and it's a freeing process. Also, answer the question, why do you feel bad about it? And then learn from that. Also, shifting your self-talk. Tomorrow is a new opportunity, right? Setbacks are great reminders of where I don't want to be. Also challenge your emotions. A great way to do this is affirmations. Speak out powerful affirmations. And there are, there are great affirmation videos on YouTube that, that go like this. I am confident. I can overcome anything I put my mind to. I have everything I need within me. Affirmations like this, when you speak them out, when you listen to them and speak them out with great emotion, you change your emotions. Literally, I remember driving in the car and I would have affirmations on and I would speak them out with clarity. And once I got to my destination... I felt better. I felt empowered. So challenge your emotions. If you're feeling bad, get off of Netflix. Go listen to some affirmations. Go write in that journal. Go spend that time with yourself because your body is telling you something. You're feeling bad for a reason. So figure it out. It, it, it always feels bad watching Netflix and knowing that underneath the surface, there are things that need to be resolved. You just can't enjoy your day. You can't even enjoy the show you're watching because you're half into the show, but you're also unconsciously sorting out challenges. And so there's chaos, right? Uneasiness. You feel the frustration, the anxiety builds. And so spending that time with yourself, doing these techniques that I'm laying out, is important. It gets you familiar with your body, but also with the underlying repressed challenges. Also change your posture. It's, you can't feel bad when your posture is, is confident, right? So I recommend right now sit in or stand. If you're standing, change your posture and then try and feel bad with your chin up, shoulders back, and you're looking up. Try and feel bad. It's difficult. So shift your posture, and then it shifts your emotions. Also plan out the next day. So you have a setback. What do you do? Plan out the next day. Oh, you know, tomorrow I'm going to do this and this and this to make up for today. You know, I'm not going to watch Netflix. I'm going to challenge myself tomorrow because I'm sick and tired of being in my old patterns. So when you wake up in the morning, 
say to yourself or write in your journal, today's the day I prove my old self wrong. Recovery is a constant breaking of old patterns. When you have a setback, and you will, be aware of it. Do something else that is positive. And that will move you towards your higher self. The more you replace old patterns with new ones, the more you stimulate new neuronal pathways. Pathways that construct the new you, your new ways of being. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this podcast episode. Thank you for being here. And remember to rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Also, leave me your comments. There are going to be Q&As down the road. So send me any questions that you have. Also comment on the podcast. Send me your comments via YouTube, whether it's on social media, or it can be on my website at unpluganxiety.com under contact. Write me anything. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.